Thank you so much, Jason. It's incredibly. Uh, I, that's just an amazing. What, what you just said, I well, think. All of it. Was pro- just, profound? Yeah. We were just saying yeah. it was mm-hmm. whatever it was. I get that a lot. Yeah, I get yeah, that a lot, boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but almost everything was just profound. Really that's was. a good word for it, yeah. too. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate it. You. you got it. Uh, we're going to go into this speech a little bit more uh, here. Uh, but To fun speech. That's why. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so just much. so much fun. Well, I, I will, a little behind the scenes thing. We came in today and we were like, well, we got to go through this speech. He's, Pat's got a bunch of clips. I'm like, I think we can get a good hour out of these clips. We got through two two of the clips in one hour. <laughs> you could, so, we could really spend the whole show on it. Yeah, and honestly, really I don't could. I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. It's it yeah. it really ties in almost everything. The the attacks seconds. of the left against conservatives, against mm-hmm. MAGA Republicans, mm-hmm. and the fact that this is really I think the unofficial launch of campaign season. I think yeah. that was really. That's part of it, for sure. And it's interesting to see Biden at some ways energized uh, in some parts of the speech. Yeah, but uh, he still, still had a difficult time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's energized in that he's yelling and expressing his hatred for us in, it, in an intense way. Uh, but there's still some cognitive dysfunction there. Uh, so, kind of interesting. But he can... I don't know. They get him juiced up on meds or something. Something happens. Mm, something there. happens. Yeah. More coming up. Uh, America's major publications, including Time Magazine, have just caved in and y- using words and pronouns that don't even exist. They're just accepting people who uh, they're doing articles about. They're just accepting their pronouns that really aren't words and really aren't pronouns, frankly. The letter E, for instance, not a pronoun. I, I, I don't know if you know that or not blowing up the english language blowing it up and uh, then they're participating in it but uh coming up we want to share some of the uh profound speech that joe biden delivered last night i think you're gonna love it i really do we got that coming up in 60 seconds Lois lives in Ohio, and she recently wrote about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She says Alexis loves Rough Greens. She's joined the Lick My Bowl Clean and Push It Hard Club now. I have never seen her so content with her dog food. In the afternoon, she'll return to her empty bowl and lick it again. She is now a more active dog. Thank you, Rough Greens, for being a tremendous product. Four paws up. Yes, four paws up for Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog food and it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all the good stuff. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's
it's probably in Rough Greens, and most dogs love it. They will go crazy for it. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal going for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you uh, your first trial bag free. It's free right now. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 for roughgreens.com slash Beck. Pat and Stu, you can hear my show, uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, every morning, week, every weekday morning, uh, immediately preceding this show or anytime you want um, on podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And as part of your, of your Blaze TV subscription as well. Uh, and uh, I would also include Stu Does America in that conversation. And, as would and I. Not to mention the radio show. A lot of people uh, check out the radio show on radio, but if you happen to be in a place where you are watching your computer you can grab the video there as part of your blaze tv subscription as well it's a great package you should be involved in it blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code is glenn uh so the uh speech last night I, i'd like to know who made some of the decisions on the aesthetics of the speech like who thought satan yeah i think i think it was yeah. i think they consulted <laughs> with satan uh because it looked like he was standing at the gates of hell uh, with that red coloring, uh, it's just a blood red coloring, and him standing in front of it, and then in the background, it, the inappropriateness of having the Marines flank on either side, this political speech, really bad. Really a terrible choice. I agree. Uh, and it was weird. It wasn't just red, because mm-hmm. th- when I first heard people complaining about this, I thought red, okay, well, they're saying it was red, white, and blue. You look at the the red of the flag. Okay, you could see a banner behind him. Maybe you're too zoomed into the banner. I, mm-hmm. This has happened before. And, and aesthetics are important, right? They it, are. It's the type of thing that you, there's real stagecraft that goes into a political speech. We all yeah. know that. Yeah. I will remember one time we were doing a museum, uh, one of the museum openings <clears> here <throat> at, uh, at our uh, studios in Dallas. And it was right outside where we're sitting right now. And they had all these uh, this incredible memorabilia out there and some historical stuff. Some of it really mm-hmm. cool. Some of it really kind of dark. And and Glenn's out there and they they have they have uh, journalists who've come, TV journalists to come in, you know, this weekend the Mercury Museum is opening and we talked to the person in charge of it, Glenn Beck or whatever, you know, one of those type of hits. And I wa- I look, I walk down the hall and I look at Glenn. He's in the middle of doing one of these interviews. And I am, I'm like, my eyes light up. And then I literally just walk into the shot intentionally. I just walk into it and ruin the interview. And Glenn's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Glenn, you're standing in front of a giant Nazi flag. <laughs> you're doing an interview with the, with the media standing in front of a giant swastika. Which is amazing he didn't notice that because no. he's all about aesthetics. Well, and, and he is, but he was so excited <laughs> to kind of show off the historical yeah. uh, value of all of these items. And he whoever was shooting it. the interview kind of just happened to line up with him in front of a <gasps> giant swastika. <laughs> now, <laughs> so we stopped that from happening, but that's the type of thing. That's just us in our stupid studio with people walking down the hall. This is the president of the United States in a primetime speech. Yeah. And they lit the, the, the way they lit it was, it wasn't like a, a red banner. It was this, if you haven't seen it, red light shooting from the ground straight up. Mm. So it's catching 
parts of the wall, but also going dark on parts of the wall. So it's very, you know, red and, you know, fading into darkness. And hellish. It di- was very hellish. Different peaks of the building are lit up in red behind him. I mm-hmm. mean, it looks like a speech. You, if Michael Myers ran for president, this is the set he would use. <laughs> <laughs> if mm-hmm. if he the, if a guy in a Jason mask was your Senate candidate, mm-hmm. this is this he'd be like, yeah, that that looks perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> and I don't. It's a small part of it because the content was much much worse than the setting. Yeah, but it is. But it, it was also bad. It's worth noticing just how bad the entire thing was. But the, yeah, that's how they framed it. That's how they framed this speech from hell, uh, very appropriately. So uh, then he's talking about American democracy uh, only working if we respect the law. American democracy only works only if we choose to respect the rule of law and the institutions that were set up in this chamber behind me. Only if we respect our legitimate political differences. Our legitimate. I will not stand by and watch. I will not. The will of the American people be overturned by wild conspiracy theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who mm. simply refuse to accept that they this lost. This is incredible. That's incredible. Isn't it? It's, it's Isn't it? everything they're criticizing mm. about Trump. They're in the middle of doing. Yep. He, the criticism yep. of Donald Trump from the left is that he tried to steal the election and more centrally attempted to steal it before he lost it. Right. Their claim is, okay. he was saying this before he was saying it was going to get stolen before the election. He built up his crowd to believe the election would be stolen if he lost. That is their criticism of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what he just did. Yeah. He just came out and said they're going to steal this election. If we lose, they're stealing it. That's that's the same exact note that they claim Donald Trump was was hitting. And the same thing they've said every time they've lost every single time we have a montage that we've played a few times oh yeah uh, of 10 minutes mm-hmm. short clips of democrats talking about how uh blank election was stolen yeah either 2000 2004 2016 i don't know that we go back any further than that but the last no, three they, elections they've go, lost yeah yeah everyone they've lost in my lifetime they claim was stolen in my from adult them. life, at least. I mean, I, they, I don't. They, you can't. You can't claim Mondale had the election stolen. That was too difficult. <laughs> you know, you just when you lose forty nine out of fifty states, <laughs> that one's tough. That was, to that was, yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, but yes, uh, certainly recently, and of course, we obviously have people like Stacey Abrams saying a bunch of other races were were also stolen. Whenever they lose, mm-hmm. this is what they say. Yes, and they act. You know, be, and this is what was, I think, most annoying to people like us, Pat. Uh, about january 6th <laughs> selfishly mm-hmm. i didn't like watching january 6th happen you know i think it was a disgrace for a million different reasons it has been completely overblown by the media since yeah uh, and and the the context of it is is at this point completely absurd but i didn't like that moment mainly because we always had the high ground yes. when it came to violence violence and uh, uh riots and mm-hmm. losing elections with grace when we lose elections, yeah. every time other than 2020, we've always come out and said, hey, look, you know, this sucks. <laughs> That's pretty much elections been our answer. have consequences. And people don't like that. You know, people, a lot of people want, you know, you need more fight or whatever. And look, when an election has uh, election irregularities, it's always important to look into them, even if it's an election that Republicans mm-hmm. win. 
I, I don't I don't want to win an election if it has to do with irregularities or mm-hmm. there's some problem with it. Of course, all that stuff should be looked into. But generally speaking, when you lose an election, Republicans have been you know of the mindset of, hey, you know, we lost and and we we you know our side probably sucked too much and deserved it. <laughs> That's generally speaking the way we've reacted to that. And we've always had the high ground. Every major election Democrats have lost in my adult life, they have said, was stolen from them, including up to the absurd 2004 election, where they came up with all sorts of voting machine conspiracies about how they lost Ohio. They said Mm. that, uh, you know, people left pamphlets around that said, you know, Republicans vote on Tuesday and Democrats vote on Wednesday. I don't know what they If you're that about. stupid, <laughs> right. you don't deserve, you don't to, deserve vote. to vote. You don't. Um, remember, they act as if we don't remember October and November of 2020. How old were you back in October and November of 2020? Do you remember? I was four. Mm-hmm. I think I was four years old. Do you remember when you were four <laughs> years old and maybe mm-hmm. too young when <laughs> celebrities, journalists, television personalities politicians on the left were telling you that they were stealing mailboxes and putting them on trucks to haul them away because there might just be ballots inside and donald trump and his control (laughs) of the post office was trying to steal the election do you remember this from immediately before the election yeah and they act as if we're all going to forget this stuff which of course we didn't They've been on this. They paved the path. They have been the one who designed specifically how you speak about elections being stolen that you lost. This is their game. I don't want to be involved in playing it, honestly, but they they created the rules of this game. And the fact that they're doing this now, Joe Biden is in front of the country literally outlining their supposed criticisms of Donald Trump as their platform Mm -hmm. is a bit disturbing and it's why (laughs) this speech is is the worst speech ever given in the history of mankind right never have i seen (laughs) an american president attack the american people the way he did last night with such broad strokes i've never i've never seen it uh and i i don't i don't believe it's it's ever happened in the history of our nation i mean there were some Really uh, nasty campaigns in the beginning of this uh, of, of this nation's ride, uh, and we've talked about some of those, like the the election of eighteen hundred between uh, Jefferson and John Adams, uh, and we've we've shown you some of the things that were said back and forth between them. And oh, oh boy, we've my we've, phone. That's all right. Uh, it's it's me calling. Is it? You? Yeah, I'm just trying to get your attention. Okay, I'm over here. You could have just looked. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. But That's you, a uh, you bad approach. Didn't. I'll just let it ring until it stops. <laughs> Sorry, Pat is... Pat, this is an interesting part of this. is a side note. Mm-hmm. No one believes that Pat has a phone. He's never answered a call. It's yeah. never actually occurred. <laughs> I, I actually had it, Pat on Stu Does America yesterday, uh-huh. and the attempt to book Pat, who's in the room with us multiple times yeah. a day, yeah. was very difficult. I mean, to book Pat Gray to come on a show in a room that he's already in is it's already hard. difficult. Yeah. Pat has never answered an email uh, or a text. And apparently this phone ringing is the first news I had that you even had a phone. So. <laughs> so, but there's proof but right now there. now we know. There's some proof. And somehow. I do have a phone. Despite the fact you've never answered a call, you leave uh-huh. your ringer on <laughs> while you're on the air. 
<laughs> this is incredible. All right, where were you going with this? All right, you had you had a, you I don't had know. me all. I was all. I don't know. I'm just I I don't know. All right, I'll, let's I'll take... think about it. We'll take a break mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see if I can remember what I was saying. <laughs> Pat and Stu for Glenn, uh, who is on vacation for a while, and uh, and we'll be here well until the end of the show. So that's. It's pretty exciting. Um, We also have a Joe Biden talking about MAGA Republicans again. And the fact that they only believe in winning or being cheated. It's pretty amazing coming from a Democrat. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't be pro 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 insurrectionist and pro-American. They're incompatible. We can't allow violence to be normalized in this country. It's Mm. wrong. Mm. We each have to reject political How violence. How can they with, say this? With he, 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 all I know. the moral clarity I know. and conviction this nation can muster. Now, we can't let the mm. integrity of our elections be undermined. Mm. For that is a path to chaos. Look, I know polish, politics can be fierce. Po- polish. And I know shoe polish. And nasty in America. <laughs> I get it. I, I, I believe in the give and take of politics. In disagreement and debate and dissent. Okay. We're a big, mm-hmm. complicated country. Mm-hmm. Are we? But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Mm. Only if we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if mm. we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. I mean, listen to it. Democracy him. cannot survive. When one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election, either they win or they were cheated. And that's where the MAGA Republicans are today. Uh As he's attacking 75 million people. uh, I can't take it anymore. As he's attacking 75 million of us, he, he is saying that the politics can't survive these kinds of attacks while he's attacking us. It's amazing. I I, got to go back to the violence thing. Okay. January 6th. Yeah. We we all were, we all saw it happen, right? That was where nine people were killed. Nine people. Yeah. Murdered. No. Right there on the steps of the Capitol building. No, no. Piles of bodies. No, no. Stacked up on top of each other. No, that's uh, not. No cop survived no, that, that attack. No, not that's one not, of them. That's not accurate. Uh, no, Pat. You would think it is. There was violence against police officers that we have denounced. And yes. in fact, every everybody that However, I know has nobody it. lost their lives from that. Right. That that there were some injuries, but uh, no life lost. Right. Uh, there was a you know. There, I mean, we know the whole story. We need to know yeah, we, I mean, t- how many times are you going to talk about Brian Sicknick, who died from strokes? Yeah. And his family said that really from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And still they lie about that to this day. They still lie about it to this day. That not only he was killed by that mob, but several others who later committed suicide, mm-hmm. in some cases weeks or months later, they're also counted yeah. in in the... Which maybe true. I mean, death toll of the mob. Who knows? Maybe it's true. I don't. I don't that know. they committed suicide because of the event. It's possible, right? And maybe I, it was part of part of the equation. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Maybe but I mean, it, it's hard I, to hard to put those together, guys. Like we're, we're really you're hard. stretching quite a bit. Yeah. My point though is that since then, right, we've seen mm-hmm. nothing. There's not been political yeah, was, violence from the right. There was supposed to be a March 4th right. event that year, last year. And there was another one in the summer. Another one you in know, the summer. They, they, Nothing they, materialized. Right. We know before 
January 6th, there was almost no evidence of conservatives and, and violence politically. It was all on the left. And we yeah. went through 2020 where the entire year was defined by cities burning to the mm-hmm. ground because of political violence on the left. Not because of political violence and on the right. Many people did die that summer. Yeah. Was it 20? It was, no, it was almost like 100, I think. Oh, go geez. back and look. I got to go back and look at that number. I remember mm. being shocked by it when I saw how many people had died in all of those riots to get, rallies together. Uh, that is unbelievable. I, maybe you're right. Maybe, uh, we I'll, should look, look at, at the up. number. We'll look, look at, at the up. number. But it was certainly hundreds of injuries. It was we certainly more than died on January 6th. It's not even remotely close. Yeah. And like for... They act as if this is some big common thing. It's just not. Yeah. There are, of course, on every side of of, of a political debate, even in a country as, as relatively refined as ours is in, in historical terms, there's going to be some nut job that does something crazy. We all understand that that goes on. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody mm-hmm. who's going to do something bad in every circumstance. There's always somebody. But like, there is not a... MAGA Republic. <laughs> it's just not, there's no evidence to make anybody believe that this is going on and is going to continue to go on. What we saw in 2020 was mass political violence by the left that was excused by the same people criticizing uh, Donald Trump and the same people who were on stage yesterday. Do- Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the entire crew sat back and said, well, basically, you need to understand because they're really mad. You need to understand that they're, they're destroying yeah. these businesses. They're really upset that about what That was essentially happened. what they said. Yeah. They were like, well, you know, police are really bad. And they're really bad people. They've done terrible, terrible things to black mm-hmm. people throughout history. Therefore, we should excuse this violence because they're really upset about it. That was their argument. It was the argument from the media. We just need to understand they these people need to get this out of their system. That was their racist argument. Incredible. I mean, rem- remember what Chris Cuomo said? It was like, wh- whoever said that riots or, or protests had to be peaceful? Uh... Program. <laughs> Well, the Blaze TV Lightning Fast merch department has stepped up after watching the speech last night. And you can go to shop.blazemedia.com to get your very own MAGA American gear. Yes, they've got t-shirts, they've got hoodies, they've got all the stuff. Shop.blazemedia.com. I mean, you had to know if you're Joe Biden that this was going to become a rallying cry on the right. If you start calling them MAGA Americans, Mm -hmm. they're going to fully embrace that. And uh, that is what's happening. And you can get yours right now. Shop.blazemedia.com. I love that. Uh, He also, uh, Joe Biden last night in that wonderful speech that he gave. I don't know that we even have to play it, but he he talked about how too much is happening in our country. That's not normal. There's a point on which we can all unite, but just for different reasons. Mm -hmm. He thinks it's not normal because uh, they like Donald Trump. Or they they wanted an insurrection on January sixth, or I, I I don't know I don't know what his not normal is. But the not normal thing, how about women not being you're not you're not able to defy uh, to define what a woman is? That's not normal. Mm. Um, you you have uh, now made it so that we can't call a woman a woman. 
uh, or a man, a man. We have to make exceptions for pregnancies like women and others who give birth. Who are these others that give birth? Uh, I don't know them. I've never heard of them. I've never seen them. I'd like to. I'd like to see a person who's not a woman give birth. If that is an actual thing, show it to me. I just I don't. I mean, it, it's so ridiculous. Tis not a thing. It is That's, not a thing. Now you can make all sorts of arguments about identi- how you might identify mm-hmm. but it is not a thing yeah and just because you identify as something doesn't make i can identify as a kumquat that doesn't make me one that's true yeah uh and so. i will say thank god yeah men don't have to have babies i'm glad me too i'm really glad that was completely put on the women me too uh because first of all our, our species would have gone extinct a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, but also i it seems really hard and i don't want to do it so uh, <laughs> no i've seen both, that happen yeah and it, it it's really not difficult. pleasant yeah it's looks, not pleasant looks like one of the more difficult things you can be involved <laughs> in frankly and i'm glad our our entire gender just got to avoid it right so you can say you identify however you want mm-hmm. that doesn't change the fact that it's it's women with the wombs you know they, they right. they're the ones yeah. with the womb like they right they and that's kind of an important element in giving birth to a baby people don't know this you have to have you know? somewhere to store them for nine you months gotta store them somewhere you know, and, you know it's uh, like if it's like if you're trying to bake a cake without an oven like it, it doesn't really it doesn't work really very work well. very well you need to have the oven to bake the cake yeah and this is a situation where the oven or the womb needs to be present it's something very very important about the process and and there was a wise man who once said um, biscuits. Say that again. A cat can give birth to kittens in the oven that don't make them biscuits. A cat can give birth to the kittens, kittens in, in the oven, oven that, that don't, don't make them biscuits. biscuits. That's incredibly profound, isn't it? Isn't it? What was it again? <laughs> what was uh... a cat can give birth to kittens in the oven that don't make them biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a classic, and it's, it's still true to this day. It is. It, the, 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 the kittens will not be biscuits. No. Even if they're born in an oven, they're still not biscuits. <laughs> they're still not biscuits. So you can't argue with it. You really can't. And the last thing that we were going to uh, play, I think, from from uh, our beloved president last night was that uh, he is still optimistic despite bashing Americans for 24 minutes. In the last 30 seconds, he's optimistic <laughs> about America's future. Oh, good. Okay. And he's still... He's still claiming we will end cancer as we know it. That's right. He made that was a big another big declaration from, on that. He's said it multiple times. Yeah, he and he ran on this. It was a big part of his platform. He's mentioned yep. it in speech after speech after speech as Mark a candidate. Mark my word, mm-hmm. I believe is what he said. Mark my word. Uh which, I will end cancer. Which word there are we supposed to mark? Uh end. Okay. I, I, okay. End. <laughs> Mark my word, and that word is end. Yes. I will end cancer. Well, listen listen to this. I think this was one of the points where he said it during the campaign. If I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Uh, you think I'm- Yay! Wow. I mean, can you think of a more transparently uh, just... Bogus claim? It's like there is like this thing that I can't even describe that he's doing there. He's he's trying to gain votes on the back of cancer deaths. Yeah, like it's so yeah. disgusting. It is, 
Now, I am all about the hope I of curing cancer one would day. would love that. Of it course. would be great and an incredible accomplishment. It would not be an accomplishment would, for a president, it, though. No, he's never. got nothing to do with it nothing other with than, it. I don't know if he's, and I've never heard him really push for cancer research money. I, I've never, I don't think that's been a thing that he's done during his Certainly not been a central theme. The only thing he's done is that he's going to cure it. Right. Over and over and over and over again. He mentioned this again last night. If you were, yeah, he did. Uh, So has he done it yet? Well, here's the thing, Pat. That's why we created HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com. Because people who might have cancer or have a relative Mm -hmm. with cancer might be concerned and and want to know if cancer does get cured. So if you go to. I want to know. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you go to HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com. Okay. You will be all one a- word, right? Yes. Has Joe Biden cured cancer dot com? Yeah, it's just a simple question, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it gives you a very simple answer. Has Joe Biden cured cancer dot com? If you go there, you'll get the information. And by the way, this is kept up to date to the second. The second he cures cancer, <laughs> we will be able to tell you if he has cured cancer or not. So it's just something you could check on. A, okay. like, I don't want to say more than you probably don't need to do it more than four or five times a day. But four or five times a day, just go to Has Joe Biden cured cancer dot com. Because it could happen at any minute. At any moment. I mean, he was talking about it last night. Yeah. Has it happened yet? I, I haven't gone there today. Let me just go check right now. Has Joe Biden cured cancer.com? I'm there right now. And uh, the answer no, seems to be mm. no. no. Darn it. Cancer still exists as of Friday, September, 20, September 2nd, 2022 mm-hmm. at 1041.48 a.m. Mm, Eastern Daylight Time. Darn it! Ah, crap. I was so all pumped. I thought one of these days you're going to go to hasjoebidencuredcancer.com and it's going to say, say yes. yes. Maybe yes, in, he has. Maybe in red, white, and blue letters. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be so excited about I it. I hope so. That would be awesome. But anyone <clears> you want to send, like if you have a, you have someone on the left who mm-hmm. might be praising Joe Biden's speech last night, you can send this to them and they can check on the progress of that particular claim that he made mm-hmm. during the campaign multiple times. Hasjoebidencuredcancer.com. Just go there, hasjoebidencuredcancer.com. And when you go there, you'll get the answer. And all of your liberal friends will also get the answer. They will be able to also see what the truth of the situation is. <laughs> it will be wonderful. They'll really enjoy it because they'll have yeah. up-to-date information on a major claim made by their candidate. And they'll be able to check it 20, 30, 50 times a day if they wish. Has Joe Biden cured cancer.com today? And the answer is still no. no. So far. So far. But it could change. But by the end of this show, it could change. Yeah, it could change. We'll let you know if it does. Now you would or think you could check yourself at hasjoebidencuredcancer.com. With, with this guy saying it so many times, you would think there it would be some massive push, like like we did for, like Trump did for the vaccine, right? Right. You, you think. You're pumping money into mm-hmm. it. You're, you've got an absolute uh, positive program in order to do it and accomplish it, and you've gathered together scientists and... Uh, people of the uh, can- cancer industry and y- you've got their heads together and you're pumping them full of money and research dollars are there if you were doing that y- you might have a chance to do something like this but i i don't i've never seen any kind of effort on the part of the biden administration to do that with cancer yeah, especially the, the crap that they have funded i mean they, uh, look, yeah i you know you can argue whether the federal government should be the central source of funding for cancer research. You can argue whether we have the money to spend on anything, honestly, at this point. But if you were going to say, hey, 
we're going to spend $10 billion on something. What should it be? Cancer research would be near the top of the list for conservatives. I think it would. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it, you're going to spend federal dollars if on you're, it. If you're going to go past these sort of hurdles here of, mm-hmm. of whether the federal government should be involved in that sort of thing, you can argue it. I mean, you can argue, look, you know, I think there's an argument for if, if our government was right-sized, right, where we weren't spending money on everything all the time, mm-hmm. that this would be one of the few things you'd want to spend money on. If we had it, you'd want to spend money on cancer research. Now, there is a lot of academic uh, literature that signals that giant infusions of cash from the federal government doesn't actually improve the quality of research. Huh. And so there's a there's a hurdle to get over there as to whether it's effective. But honestly, with the way we spend money, a $10 billion lottery ticket would be something I'd be like, ah, let's give it a whirl. You know, I mean, I, I think a lot of people would be just like, okay, I, it probably won't work. But if we're going to spend $10 billion on something, maybe we get some benefit out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to help people who have uh, diseases, mm-hmm. not just cancer, but, you know, diabetes and things of this nature. Like we mm-hmm. all, you know, lots of people, there was lots of research spent, dollars spent, as we remember, on, on COVID research that led to some good things and some wastes of money. And that's what you have to sort of, Uh, embrace when the federal government spends money the federal government should only spend money on things that you are willing to accept inefficiency right Mm -hmm. the the military is a good example of this i love our military it's the best in the world but our military wastes a lot of money right we all know the toilet seat thing 500 dollars toilet seats from back in the day but more than that we try to develop weapons that don't come through and don't work we station troops in areas where they're they they're just completely inactive. We train mm-hmm. tons of troops that never see action. Right? Yep. It, obviously, there is a cost to that. Having preparation is you know a prepared military is an asset, even if you don't use it. But I mean, you can argue that we spend tons and tons of money on weight. We we for example, go to a country for twenty years and then leave all our equipment there. Things like that. <laughs> might be seen as giant wastes of money but because you're trying you have a very high goal here of protecting american lives and american sovereignty you're willing to accept some of that right that is something that of course the constitution actually allows for unlike a lot of our other spending but if you're willing to expect accept some inefficiency let's say you spend 10 billion dollars and don't get a, a, a major improvement on cancer that's the type of thing you might look at and say, all right, well, that sucked. Darn it. Yeah, Let's try we again. We tried. Yeah, maybe we try again. <clears throat> we tried. Maybe try it a different way, but we tried, and it was a it was a good goal, and relatively not, not a lot of money when it comes to the government. Right. And government would normally just say, well, we didn't spend enough, so they'd go to $50 billion next time. Yeah. That is the way it <laughs> That's works. That's the way it goes. I mean, it's certainly yeah. the justification they use for spending on schools. Like, uh-huh. ah, well, ah, gosh, we spent $100 billion. didn't work. Let's spend $200 billion. See how that goes. I mean, I, I know you've covered this a million times. Educational spending does not equal results. Sure doesn't. It seems to be the opposite in many cases. Almost, yeah. But you, know, you get nice, you get nice arboretums right. in your schools. That's right. You know, you get a nice, you get a nice Olympic-sized swimming pool for the swim team. You can mm-hmm. do that with money. Yeah. Making kids learn more <clears throat> effectively does not seem to be a result of the spending. Uh, what they're getting right now in uh, part of the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex is a really nice indoor football practice facility that they're building for $42 million. Uh, they're getting that. Uh, they're getting that. But are they being better educated? Eh, I don't know. Eh, I don't know about that. 888-727-BECK. More patents Stu for Glenn coming up. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
Matt and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, yesterday, did you guys, did you play the, the Biden not a joke uh, oh, montage? montage? Yeah, yeah. That was from actually, a, it was a Studios America montage. Love that mm-hmm. montage because what a stupid thing he does all the time. Yeah. It's not a joke. Not a joke. Uh, do we have it? Let's, yeah. One's not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. Yeah. That wasn't hyperbole. <laughs> I meant that. I'm not joking. No, I'm serious. This is not hyperbole. You know, I'm not being facetious. And I mean it. Not a joke. For real. Not a joke. I mean it. I'm being serious. So weird. I'm being so serious. Weird. But all kidding aside, for real. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> for not real. a joke. I mean it. I really mean it. I mean this. I'm not being solicitous. Not a joke. Nobody thinks it's a joke. No There's the th- here's the thing. Nobody ever thinks it's a joke. No. no one's laughing about what you just said. There's no reason to believe you're joking. Why do you have to say that all the time? Yeah, like it's really irritating to like, me. He doesn't. For example, let me, uh, the the example of the Beto O'Rourke speak speech from a couple of weeks ago, where he started talking about guns, like he understood what they did. Yeah, and someone in the audience. I, audibly laughs at him. He, he thought he was being heckled, oh, but in yeah. reality, it's just it's just the guy's like he's Beto O'Rourke is so dumb. The guy just bursts out yes. in laughter. I think completely naturally. Yes, and he starts yelling at. Him. He's like, I I hope you you think this is funny. People died, and like everyone's like, oh, what a powerful moment from Beto O'Rourke. Oh, what yeah. amazing. But like, yeah, in but reality, it was a stupid thing he said. Right, that's a use of not a joke where it would kind of make. I'm not joking here. I'm not I, like, yeah. yes, I, I have no knowledge about firearms, and I'm trying to take them from you. But like, I'm not joking. I'm trying to get across something serious, and you're laughing at me. That's when you would use that phrase. <laughs> yes, it, it, that yes. Joe Biden just uses it in the middle of like always. It almost seems like when he doesn't get any reaction is when he says it. Like he says, yep. he says something he believes is profound. Everyone's dead silent. He goes, not a joke. Like you're you're not reacting because you think it's a joke, right? But it's not a joke. But no, no, we're just, not reacting because you're an idiot. Yeah, you're yeah. you're an idiot who, as Pat said earlier in the program, made the worst speech ever given by anybody in history. In history, just last night. Yes, that's incre- It's an incredible statement, and as I he think should be so proud far, of that. He should be proud. Backed up by the facts. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program.